Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, joined by Randy Exton, the co host. What's up, guy? What's up? What's up? Tell me, man. Oh, lots. Oh, what isn't right now? It's all up. We're everywhere. Up is good. We got a lot going on. Gosh, guys, I've, I want to just kind of tease you in on a couple things. Uh, we're doing a virtual summit coming up. You're the first to hear about it. Literally, we just uh, been working on it for a little bit. We're going to start releasing. It's going to be in March. We have a secret meeting mm-hmm. that only a few people know about coming up in April. We have our growth summit in June. We actually in February in a couple of weeks, we'll be in Orlando for the Iron Circle uh, experience. We've got Mike McCallowitz coming to that. Hell yes. So there's a lot coming up, um, but I really want to touch on the secret meeting. So if, you, if you're in our business talk with fitness professionals group, I, I came up with an idea and I think it's, it's genius. Well, it's genius. It's very, it's going to be hands down, probably one of the biggest values that any gym owner can ever put their hands on, right? What what I did what I want to do is invite maybe ten to twelve gym owners out here to Scottsdale. We'll host a meeting and we're gonna basically pull the curtain back on everything that we do at this gym, everything that we do as far as our pricing model, our systems, our automation, our sales process, our employee manuals, our coaching, our programming, yep. the software we use to program, uh, the layout of the gym, how our, how our flow looks in my body, all the things that we do that we figured out over 13 years and we're just going to hand it over. We're going we're gonna to present it in a nice binders and give you some takeaways and stuff. And then we'll host, uh, have a new Airbnb that we're closing on in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll host some of this stuff there. We'll bring in our tax expert and have her talk. And then we'll have a, a couple other speakers come, uh, maybe some of our vendors that we use. So you can basically fast forward and shortcut the line to success. We've already done all the brain damage to get yeah, to this point. Yeah. We've, we've gone through all the hurdles and the, the you know, highs and lows. We've, mm-hmm. we've ironed it all out to this. And so, you know, and Zach's like, well, essentially it's like, uh, you know, a franchise. You just hand over the franchise manuals at that point. Yeah. I mean, it's not a franchise. We're not franchising Looking anything, to, yeah. but we would, we would uh, you know, basically give away everything. And I want to give away everything. I want to give it all away. Like Absolutely. here, here's exactly what we do. Here's how to do it. You can talk to our coaches. We'll talk to our fitness director. We'll talk to me. We'll talk to you, whatever. We'll bring everybody in this room or in this gym, and we're just going to give it all away. It's, we're going to call it the secret meeting um, and more details to follow. But if you have interest in that, I want you to go into our Business Talk with Facebook. Business Talk with uh, Fitness Professionals on Facebook. On Facebook. Thank you. There's a, I think it's pinned post. I believe so, yeah. You'll see it. I wrote it all out there. And just put 
interested. And if you're interested, cool, we'll send it to you. It's going to be somewhere, you know, it's going to be a five figure investment. It is going to, you know, we'll cover some food and some other stuff, but it's basically, you know, 15 grand or somewhere up to that, that, you know, so it's not going to be for everybody. And we know that. And, but the value is going to be a million dollars, you know, cause that's what the gym does. Yeah. So, you know, you could, you could take our systems and go, you know, do 40, 50, 60, $70,000 a month. And, you know, in this next year doing this stuff, 80,000, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. I love this. That's, um, that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. We got a, 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 all everything you just listed up. I mean, we've got a busy couple of months and that's the exciting part of it all, but each of them are pretty cool for their own things. Lots going on. Yeah. No. And, and here's the thing. We're always improving. That's, uh, that's it. Yeah. And that's what this episode's about, right? This episode came up out of the fitness talk. Gosh, you say it. <laughs> fitness talk with business, uh, business talk with fitness professionals. Yeah. The Facebook group. It came out of there. Somebody said, hey, when do you know our buddy Je Jesse? Jesse, Jesse yeah. said it. Jesse, Jesse Jackson, the Reverend Jesse Jackson said, <laughs> when do you know when your service is good enough? You can't please everybody. So when do you know like when to stop tweaking, twisting, adjusting, adding, adding taking yeah. away? And that's a great question because the honest truth is he's probably asking this question because he's had clients and they keep constantly giving him advice. Mm -hmm. Hey, you should do this. You should add a session at this time. You should have another coach. You should add this piece of equipment. You know, it's, it's good and it's bad. It's good that the clients are wanting to help and be a part of the facility and all this stuff, but it's also bad because if you constantly just listen to your clients all day, you'd be, you'd be changing the gym every five, six months, well, like, you know, constantly. I mean, just top right instantly, you know, right to mind is the, the cycle and yoga, you know, that happened through here. You got riddled with requests, yep. did it. Nobody showed, nobody, you know, and then you didn't even charge them for it. And that was like, you can always be deterred by, you know, the, the voices of the few and take it as, yes. you know, the lot of everybody. But uh, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. And, and the honest truth, you should always be trying to improve. So I don't think the the mission ever stops. Like, Jesse, you know, when is good enough good enough? I, I don't think it's ever good enough. Like, if you're an entrepreneur or, or a hard-charging person, like, you're never satisfied anyway. So I mm -hmm. think inherently you're always going to be looking for that tweak or something there. Um, and, and, you know, Jordan Peterson, if anything's worth doing, is worth doing better or worse. Uh, you know, you could always do better, right? But, but I think I understand his question. And he's saying, like, look, man, I, you know, I need to be good with this. We've worked our ass off to get to this. And I think it's okay. I think you can be okay with your service, but you should always be watching. Yeah. You don't have to be actively adjusting things, but you should always just kind of keep an eye on, like, okay. Yeah, that was a pretty, you should be able to go out there and say, damn, we did a great job today. There shouldn't be ever at a time where you're like every single time you go out there, oh, this is, needs to be better. Yeah, you should always kind of stop and say like, yeah, we were doing what we need to do. Like, yeah. The clients are getting trained on time. Nobody's getting hurt. Results are good. Looks like they're smiling and happy. Looks like they're happy and having a good time. Step back. Congratulate yourself. You did a good job. I mean, you've done that. At least, yeah. Right? I mean, take it to take it to other you know businesses as they grow, right? As a business owner, you should be you, the data, and this that that's really what I wanted to say. Like the data should tell you what you need to change in your gym, where you should be looking for improvement. If if you if you look at your business as a business owner and you've got your marketing, you've got your sales systems, you're delivering that service. The the delivering of the service is one faction of your responsibilities. 
right? So if you dive in and let's say you needed to change, I don't know, you felt you, that you needed to add a piece of equipment there. Okay, what is the return on your time, investment, and everything for the business as a whole? Is that where you want to apply attention today? Is that going to make or break the difference on getting you to that next level? Or is your time better spent, you know, running the next marketing, getting the next marketing campaign out there? Or things like that, right? You have so many different areas of the business that you can tweak. Let the data tell you where to go spend it. Mm. Now... <clears throat> that can be, you know, if you look at other businesses, let's say McDonald's, for example, right? When was the last time McDonald's changed their hamburgers? I don't know, probably, who knows? I don't remember a time where they like legitimately, 1963, you know. 1963, I, I know that. They, you know, yeah. they have, I'm sure, I know, you know, we know they have. I mean, things have been edited and tweaked, but they're like, they're minor, right? Like yeah. you go to McDonald's for, the, the, for a burger, you know what you're getting there. Yep. The experience that comes along with that has changed dramatically. Yeah. You remember, you know, when we were younger, growing, going in, you had Grimace and you had all these guys, you know, kids were having birthdays at McDonald's yeah, and like yeah. that was the culture and the experience for, let's say that decade or whatever it was, right? But the experience today, now it's automated, it's convenience, it's speed, it's all of those things. The burger didn't change. Sure. So That's there's- a great point. There's, because there's so many different things that we can work on to change- and we talk about it all the time. Fitness is one aspect, right? Yeah. So your methodologies, your programming, your the tools you're using to facilitate fitness, still a, fa a small faction of growth of a business. If you're in a position where you can, I'll take it back to your brand promise because your brand promise is really what you promise to your marketplace. And this is where I would say if you can get, it can, if you can feel confident in this then I would pull back on, on making the changes to the experience until data, until you've, you know, you start to see some answers. If your whatever your brand promises, and I'll use another fast food because they're really great at putting marketing and materials out there, right? Domino's pizza, hot and fresh to your door in 20 minutes or less. If they failed that to actually, if you, if you as a, you know, mirror that to your fitness business, if you had your brand promise, and in, for the sake of conversation, you were delivering 25 minute pizzas, you're failing your promise to your consumer. That means you have to change. Is it literally 20 minutes? I th that's what it was. I don't know if I it's mean, still, I can't. I mean, what, what if they, they, they live far, but there's traffic? Well, then they don't market to those houses, I guess. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, it was, I think that's one of the I don't know the, the last the time I ordered a Domino's pizza or had McDonald's. I'm from Chicago. You think I'm ordering Domino's if I was going to order a pizza? I don't even, dude. <laughs> Oh, I had Grimaldi's. I had Grimaldi's. Hey, like, uh, that's that's ingrained in my blood. No matter how much I'm into the fitness realm, like there's a still pizza uh, pie. Know, one month, once a month or something like that. It's, it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is that my mustache growing or something? Yeah. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for 
for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement, and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Um, but that's that's the big thing. So if you if you can if you feel confident that your promise to your consumer is being executed by your service, I would say that you've you reached the point of the service being good enough for you to then accelerate marketing, accelerate sales, mm-hmm. accelerate the deliver you know delivery of that, because that's what you're promising to your consumer. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's an exchange of value. We're providing them with the result that they're looking for. They're providing us with the cash that it takes to get that result or, you know, to get that service. If that's business at its core, I mean, that's everything there to the point of we can make things better. Sometimes more is not better. Sometimes more is more. And that's where it gets tricky. And so I like that question because it should be a constant battle internally. It should be a constant thought on, are we delivering per our promise? Are we delivering per our standards to what we believe? All of those things. But I think, uh, yeah, I think the gym owner needs to be pretty steadfast in the mission because mm -hmm. if he's, or she, I mean, if you're easily persuaded by any little comment or complaint, then you're not, you don't have a, you don't have a clear enough mission. I'll Mm -hmm. give you a couple examples. Um, you know, hey, Tim, we need a fan over here because it's hot in the summer. I have to make, I have to take that recommendation and think it over. Is a fan here going to make the difference in, you know, how much does a fan cost? Do I have a fan? You know, yeah, well, it's pretty easy to put a fan up. It's going to actually solve the problem that I maybe didn't, wasn't aware of. This corner of the gym is hot because it hits the sun in the afternoon. Boom, fan goes up. Second, second thing comes up. Hey, I don't like the light fixture in the lobby. Well, I don't care. It's a light <laughs> fixture. That doesn't solve or detract. Does it make us money? The fan has an experience level to it. The the fixture, somebody not liking the way it looks. It's an opinion. It's doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I have to say, and then there was a, the one last thing I, I was talking to some clients. Hey, can we bring the squirt bottles back after COVID? Right. We had all the squirt bottles and everybody was going crazy with it, you know, <laughs> yeah. squirting everything down. It's towel, like super soaker battle. Had a towel here. service going yeah. on. One of our members was swapping towels out and we, everybody, you know, it was cool. I mean, at that time, that was the way that we kind of lowered the, uh, you know, everybody's um, anxiety about mm-hmm. COVID, right? Like we're keeping this place spotless. Well, what happened was they would spray crazy shit would be dripping down the side of the, uh, you know, the, at least in the dumbbell racks where in the, in the crevices, yeah, in the po- it was yeah. starting to cake up in there and rust. And then the, you know, it, was, it would just be streaked down the sides of equipment because they wouldn't wipe it all off and they would go crazy with it. And so we took away all of that crap and we replaced it with those wet wipes. Like, dude, it's even easier. You don't have to have a <laughs> towel and a thing. You grab the wipe. It's done, and you know, and it and it dries. Got alcohol. Yeah. Why do clients like, hey, can you bring these back? And then I told her, no, we have these, and this is why. And then you know, we got in this kind of like thing. She didn't want the chemicals to touch her hand, and I was like, okay, well, we'll clean it for you. Like if that's if that's the thing, we'll grab have the coach wipe it down. Like it's let's let's not go overboard here and just cater to every single client's needs, requests, complaints, etc. If 
if I was, uh, you know, easily persuaded, we, we'd probably have square bottles out there again, and then yeah. we wouldn't be running into the same problem. But I knew, like, hey, we got rid of these for a reason. We're not bringing them back because one client doesn't want to touch the wet wipe thing. And that's that's what it comes down to is, and, and as a business owner or in a position to make change in a business, whether it be Zach as a fitness director, you as the owner, things like that, or, I mean, even your trainers have authority to, to do certain things and make changes, you know, at some level. Mm-hmm. If we took every every one of those requests or if we were in a position to where we hear that one person felt this way and then we turn around and we're like everybody hates the fact that we don't have water bottles no it's not everybody it's one of 200 people yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. the problems amplify when yeah. they're brought to our attention but quite often it's just the opinion or the belief of yeah the minute if it's not going to impact your service and deliverable, if like the front light, if it's not impacting their results, you know, these are some of the last things that I would really weigh. We would have coffee bar in here. <laughs> We'd have a bar bar. In yeah, here. Oh yeah, you'd have a wine We'd bar. We'd have valet out front. We would have a, a, a squat rack or a, a hack squat in a leg press in here. We would have spin. We would have yoga. We would have, if I listened to every freaking request. Hey, Tim, you need towel service. Hey, Tim, you should have valet out front because it gets tight parking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, no. The answer is no. So I guess the main thing is you're always going to – two two main things. You should always be looking to improve. Let's just not sit on our thumbs and be like, eh, you know, it's good enough. We should never – I don't think that's ever going to happen because we're always constantly trying to improve. The the owner – needs to be very clear on the business benefit or experience benefit or if it's a waste of time and and whenever you're going to get hit with decisions or comments and things all day long that's that's your role you have to make your decision maker and you have to just know hey does that make any sense think about it don't be swayed to do something because one person two five people even say it could be the whole gym wanting to do something if it doesn't make sense for the business and you and the experience, then you ought, you, you have to make a tough decision. Tell everybody no, because trust me, they all want to pay less. Yeah, guaranteed. Hey, you should charge us less. Well, the answer is no, because we have a business and there's a reason we're charging this much. We have to have margins and blah, blah, blah. blah. We, you'd be out of business, let's yeah. be honest. So be steadfast, be very clear, always look to improve, but you know, don't uh, don't take everything you know to heart and, and make decisions on emotions. Correct. That's a gr- great great point there, and and that can be be mitigated when you're really clear on what you want to deliver to the marketplace. Yeah. Right. You as the owner, you're the ultimate decider of the style of training you're providing. Um, you know, the color of the walls, the music choice, like all of these things. Yes. Do the, does the feedback come from your clients? Absolutely. But the beautiful thing about consumer choice is if you don't like this business. There's a business down the street that's probably just, you know, what you're looking for type of thing. If you're the, and I'm not saying be, you know, steadfast and, and, you know, push out any of those recommendations or things like that. But there are absolutely lines you have to draw in the business because you, it's not what you align with. It's not what you believe and it's not what you bring to the table. Zumba. I was just going to say, if, if that <laughs> were the case, we'd, be a, we'd do Zumba, we'd have CrossFit, we'd do, you know, body uh, building training. We'd, we'd have, have sledgehammers. We'd have, exactly. We'd have all of these different methodologies. We'd be catering. And then all of a sudden we're a big box type. You're a mess. Like, it, it, there's no, 
identity to the business. Yeah. And if it's outside of what you want that identity to be with some of those recommendations, those are the easiest ones to say, you know what, I understand that that's what you're looking for, but you're just not gonna find it in these four walls. And if that client's steadfast on, well, that's what I'm looking for, beautiful. Hey, you know what, here's a gym I just Googled that's offering that for you. Maybe you'd be Good happier luck. there, Good you luck. know? Because what's gonna happen? You're gonna, you're gonna take that sale or, or start catering to that individual, muddy who you are and what your business delivers, and then you're losing the masses that are already willing to fight, die, believe, paying you for what you're already doing because somebody got in your ear. Yeah. So much of it's noise, and that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a tough job out there, gym owners. <laughs> Stay strong. <laughs> yeah. Stay strong. All right, that's it for this episode. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.